Yo, yo. What up? What up? Yo. What up? What up? Hey. Hey, welcome. Welcome to Benny's crib. What up? Oh, uh, yeah, just leave your shoes over there. It's cool. Yeah, thanks. Does that sound cool? Yo. Yo, what up? Welcome to Benny's crib. By the cops on the way here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> didn't get my weed. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we are live, my friend. We are live. Is that cool if we started like that? As, of course, man. There we go, start man. Start any way you want, oh. my brother. Alrighty, well, I'm here in my living room in Portland, Maine, downtown Portland, Maine, with a young producer extraordinaire, someone that I want to put on a little bit more. I think we need some more eyes and ears on this individual. Much love, brother. And their name is Jay Wisdom. How are we, Jay? I'm good, brother. How you doing, Benny? I'm great. We got a Portland producer, Portland area, young producer, only 19 years old. Yes, sir. He's got the motherfucking... Is that a... Is it Dale Earnhardt? Who's on your shirt? It's uh, Dale Jarrett. Oh, Dale Jarrett. Yeah, close. You got the first name on. Yeah, he's still... I love that vintage NASCAR shit. Yeah, yo. Yes, sir. Is he still alive? Oh, pfft. I, I think he is. Dope. I think he is. Yeah. R.I.P. Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, that motherfucker. That motherfucker died doing what he wanted to do. Yeah, I respect that. Though. That's <laughs> a great way to go. To be honest, it's kind of fucked. You think about it. Like, imagine if your favorite football player was like Terrell Davis back in the day on the Broncos, and he's a running back for the, uh, you know, in the NFL, and he just like right. gets hit in the head and he dies on on the field. That's pretty much what happened to yeah, Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, I'm with Dale, and I respect that. That's why he's a legend. It's like, man, <laughs> you got like, and he was good at what he did too. I don't even he like I don't even like racing. You're gonna be talking about <laughs> yeah, man. Like, too high. That's the thing. I'm just I'm just wearing this shirt. You can't say it's not a cool shirt though. Let's be honest. Nah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty you. Alrighty, well, Jay. First question I asked everyone, and I think you already know what I'm gonna ask is yeah, I do. What's your first memory of hip hop? And I thought about this when I was listening to the one with Resample. Mm. And thank you my for first, listening. Yeah, of course, dope shit, man. And I gotta say. My first memory, and this could be wrong, but it was the 2008 Olympics, and the Kanye West bear made an appearance on one of the commercials. Was that Beijing? Yes. And it, it was, I don't know if it was like a theme for the Olympics. It was something weird like that. Because I remember during those Olympics, it was Usain Bolt, and I remember watching that. But yep. the Kanye West bear from the graduation uh, album the year before, I saw that bear on a lot of different commercials and I tried to fact check that couldn't find anything about it mm. but I think that like me see I saw that bear on commercials I know that for a fact mm. and me seeing that kind of led me to like uh come across the graduation album and so graduation's your first memory. it's my it, I didn't listen to it though I okay. only looked at the cover of the album and I was like okay this is a dope cover Kanye West that's all I knew that about a, it that is a good cover yeah dope cover it's an iconic oh, cover Murakami did the art on that you crazy. go you know your shit okay, yeah man of course go. I love it. crazy artists Yo, and it was about two years later that I actually got my first taste of rap which was the Carter 3 hell yeah yeah I listened to oh uh, boy it was Lollipop was the first song and then uh, yeah Static Major yeah and then um, Let the Beat Build yeah, that was wow. yeah yeah. Bro, you know Kanye made that beat, right? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> straight oh, off the block yes, with it. Oh, oh, I fucking love. That's how you One of my favorite beat beats ever. Beat. Yeah, that is a perfect soul. Yes, sir. That was the first CD I ever got. But the first official memory was the Kanye Bear. Respect. From the graduation. One of my first memories, um, visually, was uh, Jesus Walks, the music video by Kanye. Oh, so, word. Yeah, yeah. Very cool to um connect with you on that dope Um, well let's then get into this uh carter three let's get into youth uh where'd you grow up i grew up westbrook maine 
my family, we lived out in Standish for three or four years. Don't remember that much of my life. That's back pretty then. farm-like out there. Bro. Yeah, it was. It was. I I seen pictures of my old house, mm. and it was like. Yeah, it was like in the middle. It was like a farm type area. Were you born in Maine, by the way? I was born in Detroit. Okay. Yeah, I was born uh, Detroit, Michigan, East Side, um, and I was adopted by my family now when mm. I was about a month year, uh, mm. a month old. <coughs> and I, uh, they picked me up, flew me back to Maine, and I've been living here ever since. Damn. Yeah, been in Westbrook for the past sixteen years. What are your uh, earliest memories of just being here in Maine? I had a big house when I moved here, and it was haunted, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty cool story. Ghost stories. It's a, little, it's a small one. I'll keep it short. But the moral of the story is, I don't remember this personally, but my mom remembers it clear as day. She tells it to me every now and then. Uh, when we first moved into the house, I think I was four. Yep. And we were checking out the house, just walking around. And I was upstairs on the third floor alone. And apparently I yelled, like I screamed or something that I was like scared. I was like, mom, come help me. How old were you? Like, like two or three years old? Yeah, I was like four. Yeah, four, I yeah. Did, like, I, like I could walk, but I like, you know, I could talk a little bit. Yep. But my mom came running up and I told her what I saw because she wanted to know what happened. I said, I saw a shadow go from there to there. And I pointed from the left side of the wall to the right side. Great visual description. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I got you. I know that people can't see. <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. Um, yeah. So I said, I saw a shadow move from the left side of the wall to the right side. Whoa. And that's why, and I feel like at me at four, I wouldn't have screamed like that for no reason. So I personally think, and I found out when I was a little older that someone actually did die up there. Oh, they died in the room that I saw the shadow coming shit. out of. So I was, at that point, I was like, this house is definitely haunted. <laughs> so I, I was never too scared about it. And I never ran into anything else after that, but know for a fact that that house was haunted. Bet. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> heavy shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for real, honestly. Man. It scares me more now that I'm older, but yeah. <laughs> well, let's get back into this those early days of Maine because I think it's interesting that you're um you're not from Maine directly, but you've lived here pretty much your whole life. You yes, said you, you came yeah. through when you were a month old, so it's just yeah. like, in my in my opinion, you were lifelong Mainer. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, um, I since, consider myself so. So did you you then um move to Westbrook? Did you graduate from Westbrook? Yeah, graduated from Westbrook High back in 2018. Yeah, you only 19, right? <laughs> yeah, I just okay, graduated man, last man, year. The fresh lineup, um, looking like you were young 23 years old. <laughs> I appreciate that, man, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I graduated 2018. Went to Hudson University for a little bit. I was pursuing uh, the audio engineering yeah. field, and it was it was a dope school. Don't get me wrong, but just the money wasn't there for me quite mm. yet. I didn't mm. really feel like I had enough to um, I don't know. I guess to support a whole four years yet but i think i'm gonna go back part-time and Hell just yeah. go to the nescom program which is where all the mixing and engineering yeah. they teach That'd so i'm smart. probably just gonna go back do that part-time get your bread so, yeah exactly get yeah get the bread and also just like not spend as much bread <laughs> on that whole situation because <laughs> yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. really mess with that shit but i feel that um what were some of your um you know just takeaways from youth like what were your hobbies what did you find interest in what kept what kept you you know interested in life to be honest, when I was a little younger, I would write poetry. That's dope. Um, I was interested in poetry. Uh, I would read comic books like Calvin and Hobbes, small Fuck, things like that. Yeah. Calvin and Hobbes, it was, it was a. I feel like that comic is kind of one of the reasons for, like, it's weird to say it, but it kind of. I think about that when I make my music a lot for mm. some reason. Just the whole way Calvin talked on how he was more mature than he mm. was like he was a six-year-old kid but he would talk like he was like 26 Yo, yeah. he would say these big things and like i just i don't know something about that that kind of made me think that i want to make my sound older than i am Interesting. Um, if that makes any sense but yeah so i guess calvin and Hobbes kind of played a big role in my life it made you um, like you know 
as a youngin want to make you almost be a little more mature. Yeah, it did to be honest. Seeing seeing that six year old Calvin say all those big words and talk like an adult, it kind of made me be like, oh, like that's kind of cool (laughs) because I was young, obviously. So I guess I couldn't put more, you know, uh, substance into it back then. But Mm. that's kind of what I was looking at it as was a six year old. That's cool, man. Well, it just shows you a lot about the child's mind and you know um, cognition and youth and how we can be so influenced by things that make us grow so to speak and almost make us just think in ways that yeah. are not directly pertained to our age at the time I've, I've always found a lot of uh, attraction and more mature things and like you know reading things that are above your level and pushing yourself and consuming things that you know aren't just tied to your age group that's why i kind of um have a trouble with a lot of like people my, youngins my age because a lot of us want to like be like oh i'm in such debt and I, i'm broke Let's go spend half my fucking paycheck on brunch. It's like, yeah. what the fuck are you saying, B? Like, you're talking the whole week about how your life is one way and you don't like it. Exactly. And then you go and just keep shooting yourself in the foot with these self-harmful habits. Yep. And it's just like, I don't think just because you're young, you have to be stupid, so to speak. Yeah, that's and, uh, For lack of a better uh, phrase. And so I think back into my youth, it's almost the same way. It's like there's always this um, certain attraction of maturity I've had and attraction of, you know, how can I grow and how can I expand myself and my knowledge? So I think it's cool that you found that maybe that same theme yeah. with Calvin and Hobbes. Exactly. Hell yeah. That's like Because I fuck with Calvin and Hobbes. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Oh, best comic, comic fan. Best comic, bro. I big comic fan. I got all the, mo- I got all the books. There's some good-ass Calvin and Hobbes books. <laughs> they really I've are. always been a fan of them. I like them. Garfield growing up a lot. Too. Yeah, Garfield. Garfield. That was the only one like shit. in the comics and the in the paper that I really like actually fucked with. Yeah. Was, was Garfield. Oh yeah. Yeah. Garfield was the shit. Um well let's then transition from, you know, poetry and comics to, to producing, man. Yes, sir. Because I remember we were chatting previously and you said you actually didn't start producing until about like what, a year and a half ago? Well, that was when I got logic and actually started to take it more seriously. But I was making beats or attempting to make beats on GarageBand probably about seven, eight, nine months before that was when I actually started mm. with, uh, making, trying to make music on GarageBand. It yep. was pretty shitty, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was pretty bad. But it was, yeah, early beginning of my senior year, I just started kind of messing around on GarageBand, seeing mm. what I could do. And um, eventually when I... Uh, started going to college I was like honestly I'm gonna get logic and start taking this a little more seriously because I had a lot of free time up there so I got logic and yeah that was in September so it's been a little over a year that I've been Mm. seriously making shit man I mean what what motivated you then to really get into the shit (laughs) elevate to be honest my boy Josh rest in peace he passed away two years ago a little over two years ago Um, he when he passed I was making beats on GarageBand but when he died, I kind of, like, felt like, okay, now, I, I like, he, he enjoyed the idea of producing. He was mm-hmm. always an energetic kid who liked to make money through the conventional ways, like working 40 hours a week or whatever yeah, yeah, it may yeah. be. He was great at that. He had an amazing work ethic. Hell yeah. But he was really intrigued by what I was doing and how I wanted to make a career off making music. Mm. And right as I was starting to get into it, he passed away. Damn. Um, <clears throat> but, and then after that, that's when I was like, okay... This dude, like, he would have been, I feel like he would have been a big help to me if he was still here to this day. So I'm going to kind of, like, continue to work harder for him now that he's gone. So I kind of made it a goal in my mind to, you know, make this a career, not just for him, but for me, because I love the sound. I love mm. producing. I like making beats. I like what about intricate it? sounds. I like, there's something about, uh, when I listen to a lyrical song, like Fly Anakin or Wu-Tang, whatever it is, there's something about 
that uh, beat in the background fl- with them flowing over that. I don't know. There's just something beautiful about the sound itself. It's like different. it can be that like, you can take those lyrics away and it'll it won't be just as beautiful as a song without the lyrics, but it'll be you know half as beautiful. Mm. And that beat in the background can have its own type of like feeling to it like i guess you can kind of you can still listen to just the instrumental and vibe mm, out in the same soundtrack way to what they're the saying yeah, exactly yeah it's like it's it's a heavy thing mm. so i guess i kind of and i had always uh been attracted to kanye as a producer i listened to mm. my beautiful dark twisted fantasy when i was like 13 that shit's fucking the, dude the production on that like the reason i got into it was because i thought that what he was doing like seemed impossible because of how genius it sounded, I was like, bro, mm. I want to try and like make stuff like that with an insane sound. And that's yeah. kind of like how I got my boom bap and lo-fi kind of um, yeah. mindset was because I was like, the best music I think I could make is boom bap and lo-fi with the samples. Mm. So that's when I started to kind of focus on that, and especially when I got Logic too, because I could actually chop up the samples yeah, and yeah. whatnot. But yeah. That's awesome, man. I like that, Um, you know, death at any age is tough. So when you experience death, excuse me, like, especially, you know, at a very young age, yeah. with someone close to you, it can be really hard to find a specific outlet for that pain, I imagine. Yeah, it was very hard at the time. I was confused for a little bit, but the music did help me. It kind of made me, you know, take some time and just kind of, you know, um, balance out my emotions. Yeah. Because I could just have something to do instead of just kind of sitting there and thinking about the one thing. I could think about two things. I could think about him and I could think about making music. Mm, and I yeah. think that kind of made it a little easier for well, me just, to Yeah, props to, to finding a healthy outlet. Yeah, I appreciate it's that. It's hard man. to do that. So, you know, props to that. Thank and, you. Um, you know, I agree that in the sense when you talk about people like Kanye West, there's just certain producers that yeah. can make you rethink everything. You're like, oh, yeah. you can make beats. Like, you know, the first time you hear a crazy Alchemist drop or Dilla yep. or even, Hell, you know, yep. um, more modern, like, you know, like Grey Matter or fucking One Pound yeah, or whatever pound, it may Foy-Z. be. Foy-Z. Yep. Yeah, one whatever pound it may be. And that's my fucking main up in here. Yeah, man. Main is doing it. I've been saying. Mm. This is, like, now's the time. Now's the time to be doing shit. I swear to God, the eyes, here, man. the eyes haven't been on this state musically ever, ever. more than it has now yeah. yep ever. definitely definitely they, maybe like a couple certain artists but most people in the in the music industry from maine probably getting songwriter credits or like mixing shit like oh, what's his name is it bob ludwig i think i could be wrong there's this like name familiar who does crazy mixing out of portland like grammy's up the ass man oh shit so usually like i've seen just in my research it's like behind the scenes people now but now like we really know that Maine's got something to say. Yeah, we really so do, man. just to backtrack it back to you, though, Jay. Um, yes, sir. When did you start getting the confidence to publish these beats online? Well, <laughs> I uploaded some pretty trash beats. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Back in when I first got a so on SoundCloud or whatever? Yeah. Well, honestly, the first beat I dropped was my boy Samuel. He's another producer from the mm-hmm. Portland area. He's over in San Diego right now. Bet. Bless him. I'm going to move. I'm going to be out and see him soon. If Hell yeah. This, bro. <laughs> but, um, when you listen. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, we dropped that first beat. It wasn't bad, but, um, oh, I'm sorry. What was the question, brother? <laughs> I got no, no, sidetracked. No. <laughs> That's not good. When did you start getting the confidence to put, you know, your beats online and publish them? Yeah, okay. So it was, I always had the confidence just because I guess I didn't think that it sounded that bad at first. Mm. So the some of the first few beats I was uploading really weren't that good now that I listen to them now. But back then I was just, you know, I was progressing. I was starting out, so I didn't really know. Mm. To mm. me, it sounded good enough to drop at the time, so I dropped it. But then as I got better, I kind of just, I would put, you know, I would I would be down in the studio for maybe a week straight and 
I would make 10 beats that week and I would put three of them to the side and I would drop seven of them throughout like the course of maybe three or four days. Oh, damn. So I would like, cause I would see that I would make like 10 that were droppable, but I wouldn't want to drop them all. Mm. Cause I kind of felt like I don't want to drop everything I make. Yeah, and I guess that's kind to. of a basic thing to do, but that kind of, and that kind of like nailed it down to like um, choosing between the beats that I made. So I would just kind of upload the ones that I like the most yeah. and that I thought pe- other people would like. Some people don't seem to like some of them in terms of plays, but I still keep them on there anyway, anyway yeah. just because I do. Just keep them but, up. Yeah, some of them I'll delete just because like, I want to get more like time on SoundCloud because so I know they don't let you fucking upload too many on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, so what time period is this in your life? Oh, for what? It's like when you just start dropping. Oh, when I started, this was first beat I dropped uh, like September 6th was Sam. That was the first beat. 2000 2018. 2018. Yeah. So really then, not like a year. Yeah. A little over a year. Yeah. That's fucking nuts because you do have, a, in my opinion, your sound like a, we were almost talking earlier Yeah. with Calvin and Hobbs. There is a maturity to it. The I think the pacing, the structure, um, even the way you chop samples, definitely you did with someone who has, I think, been doing it for three, four years to yeah, be honest. Yeah, oh, thank you, man. That so means a lot. Definitely um, seems like a natural fit for you. Who inspires your sound, though, in terms of producers or in artists? In terms of, I guess you kind of have to break it down. When it comes to sample choice, my biggest influence, I got to say, is probably Apollo Brown. Wow. There's something about the way he chops his samples that, like, if I were to, if I were to say that I'm biting anybody's, like, uh, style, it would be, like, him. Because I feel like most of my boom bap stuff sounds a lot like an Apollo Brown Apollo track. Brown. Yeah, shout out Apollo Brown, man. In my opinion, the most underrated rapper alive today. Producer. He makes... Yeah, producer. That was so disrespectful no, that I said that. No, they're both, they're, they're, they're both great words. <laughs> but, yeah. Gotta be factual. But, no, for real, I'm with you, I'm, I'm with you on that sentiment. Crazy. I mean, Apollo Brown, I first got into with the uh, album he did, uh, Trophies, yep. with OC from yep. DITC. Yep. Shout out Dead End Hip Hop. Um, hopefully I'm following y'all footsteps because you put me into a lot of shit and I don't think I'd be doing this without y'all. Hell Long yeah. story short though, Apollo Brown blew my mind with his drums. Yep. Um, and just like that soulful, like fucking like smack that yeah. his music has. And I'm yeah. always been a big fan of Mellow Music Group. Yep. So the been fact that he rep, he reps them. Yep. And then I remember he dropped Dice Game with Guilty Simpson yep. fall 2012 when I was in college. I was like, oh hell what yeah. The That's f- a dope album in college. That's and then, so dope. Dude, just Apollo Brown, man. Like, he had another album, I think, with, oh, was it? He had one with Joel Ortiz last Joel year Ortiz, that was crazy. Locksmith. Mona Lisa. Um, and then the one he just dropped, Detroit, is beautiful. Yes, and Sailor Detroit, crazy. So, oh yes, in Detroit. my opinion, I'm not going to say album of the year, top three album of the year. I think yeah. that that production, that's like what I was saying with the Boom Bap. Like, when I when that album dropped, like, I got inspiration to make, like, 20 Boom Bap beats that's, because, that's like... That's funny, man. There's so, just something crazy about it. Apollo really is, like, one of the archety- uh, archetypes for uh, modern Boom Bap. Yeah, I he think. really is. That's what people don't realize. It's like... If there's one dude that, if you're a lyrical rapper and you want to make a full album with one boom bap producer, it's like, there's no better choice than Apollo, yeah, Apollo in my humble opinion. His strings, yep. um, his soul samples, the yep. way he chops his samples. And there's something about the way drums. that, he, yeah, he can make his drums, they his, you realize thump. that they, they always slap, but they're always the same. And that's, but you realize that's not yeah, a bad thing with very this consistent track. With yeah, very consistent. Like, they always hit. You're never disappointed. So I just think good. he's such a dope producer. I agree, man. I agree. Well, I respect in terms of 
Oh, sorry. I was going to say other inspirations. Yeah, keep going. Drop some other inspirations. I would say, yeah, I'll be sure with them. No, no. We got Wonder would be one. Something about his his sample game as well. I think think he's the best soul producer ever. If if Kanye Kanye maintained consistency, I give that to Kanye. That's fair. Maybe the most influential is Kanye, but every fucking time ninth drops shit, it's it's always crazy. And the thing with ninth is like, he was consistently dropping beat tapes. Like he was dropping a lot of beat tapes in the, early, in like the early to mid two thousands. He's got so many Dude, beats the, uh, out there. The King Top one, it's like crazy. the, 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 the yeah, the King Top. Oh fuck, he has like thirty tracks on that, that fucking album. Crazy. Dude, there's a couple all the bangers that I yeah, I forget. Oh man, I wish I could remember the name. Let me ride, soul. Yeah, let me ride, soul. Ah oh, shit. Nuts. Take me back, soul. It's like, something fr- free, like that. free, free the thump. I think. Yeah. Right? Oh, there's some crazy. That I gotta replay. Well, shout out Nine too for starting Jam, uh, Jamla or Jamla. I never know how to pronounce it, but his his record label. Oh yeah. Is incredible. It has the Soul Council on it. It has yep. Crisis on it. Yep. Crisis. Uh, um, what's that? What's that woman's name? Oh, Rhapsody. Yeah, Rhapsody. Rhapsody crazy. Eric G. Eric uh, G. Ruben Vincent. Yeah. Um, GQ. Heather Victoria. It's a very, very stacked roster yeah, in terms of produ- producers, singers, MCs. Ruben Vincent's one of the most slept-on youngins in the whole game. He's like, he's probably like a year younger than you. Damn, and he's, he's, really? rap- he's rapping over Soul Council and Ninth Wonder Beats. <laughs> and to all you fucking simpletons, his album cover uh, for the album Myers Park is like a Stranger Things homage. So all you oh, yeah, yeah. normies who like need to relate, like... Oh, Stranger Things album cover. I bet this guy's dope. It's like he's dope. Like go listen to. Ruby he's already Vincent. dope. We don't gotta yeah, do his. You know what I mean? But things. people eat like that. Like I didn't. I don't really like that thong. But my older brother played that when I grew up, so I like the thong. It's like what? Yeah, right. Just like shit because you like. That's it. what I'm saying. You gotta just be saying weird shit. You gotta have it connected Fuck to em. something else. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> you drop a lot of beats though, Jay. Um, yeah. I want to talk about. I mean, wait. So you had ninth and Apollo Brown before I. Asked yeah, I'm trying. Make, I'll tell you. I'll make like a top five. Is there anybody else who really inspires you? Kanye, just because he's a genius. Kanye is a production genius. Um, Dilla, obviously the same reason. Genius. He inspires my my lo-fi, to be honest. And, oh, there's another. BSDU. He inspires, I don't know if you've heard him. BSD. BSD.U. He's like a, he's just a lo-fi producer. Sounds familiar, YouTube, but I can't. YouTube, SoundCloud. He's nothing. He has no big placements. He just, but he has a lot of, you know, his 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 beats get a lot of views. They get a lot of plays. Mm. But he has a really dope style, too. Mm. I remember he was like the first lo-fi producer I started to listen to. And I started to get into lo-fi, you know, just like not even a year ago was when I actually yeah. started really listening to lo-fi beats. It was like eight or nine. I feel like lo-fi, ago. too, is literally just boom bap. But just slow down a teeny. Yeah, exactly. Bit, yeah, just and like and taking some low end on the kicks and the and the snares, just like yeah. you know, tone it down a little bit, basically. And then getting some. I like, find it being anime the same type of thing, like screen cap. <laughs> yeah, exactly, um, bro. I'd be on that shit to be honest. <laughs> I hope you like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love that shit. I love like cowboy bebop, Afro. Yeah, Sierra, oh yeah. Uh, you know, so that's another cool. part of my game. I don't know if you're gonna talk about it later in the podcast, but my uh, anime samples. Yeah, I think that's one of the you more... Do, you do a lot of anime Yeah, lots content. of anime samples. And it's like, I do the pictures a lot, but... A lot of art. Work, yeah, yeah. It, earlier, when I would, like... If you go to, like, the middle of my SoundCloud, probably, like, there's 40, 50 beats in there that are all uh, structured from an anime sample or around an anime sample. Jeez, that's a perfect so, segue, too, because I was going to say, you, you do drop a lot of beats. Yeah, exactly. And so, it's like, yeah, a lot of them really do. Like, people don't believe me when I say it, but it's like, yeah, like, those those are anime samples, bro. And I love shopping that shit because it's different. No one really thinks about that. That is really sick. Yeah. Well, it keeps you motivated to be that prolific with your output. <laughs> Ah, to be honest, I don't have much to do at home. (laughs) (laughs) On some real shit. I just, I'll find myself waking up in the morning. I'm like, hmm, what am I going to do today? Mm. My friends are kind of busy. Like, I'm low on gas. I don't really feel like driving too far. 
I'm gonna go make beats. So I'll go mm-hmm. in the basement, cook up for like you know three or four what's hours. Your, what's your process like when you record so, or uh, excuse me, like uh, you know chopping up and producing? I'll, I'll have a little bit of breakfast. Maybe I won't. Some usually on the good days I have breakfast. You gotta though. eat. When you <laughs> yeah, on, on those good days I have breakfast. You gotta eat your meals. But that comes first. Maybe I'll smoke a little weed. Maybe I won't. Um, and then I'll make a beat. And the first thing I'll do is search for a sample every time. I rarely, like, like I don't want to discredit anybody that makes uh, their beats instrumentally, but I don't usually go to instruments first. I go to samples, mm. um, which I don't, I hope that's not, not a bad thing. I don't no, think I mean, it is. You're just doing what you want to do. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. I'm just doing them. my shit. So I just kind of, what I do with the anime samples is I'll just look up a list of anime, click, look at the first one I see, uh, look up the OST on YouTube listen through it, see if I can find anything. If there's nothing there, I'll just look up another one. Sometimes I'll just look like uh, look up a list of 70s soul artists, mm. pick a random name, look up songs by them. Mm. And I'll always end up, it takes maybe the longest I've searched for one is like an hour and a half before I actually found one that I wanted to chop. That's sick. But yeah, it's, yeah, sometimes I'll find, like, I'll find a lot that I just, I can't do anything with them. I'll do like 30, 30 songs in a row that I can't do nothing with. Mm. But well, what draws you to anime so much? <laughs> I've always loved anime since I was in sixth grade. When I first started watching Naruto, I think oh, my yeah. brother put me on Naruto. It, definitely, I used to be yeah. That's Naruto just it's just manga. one of those ones. And I mean, I guess I can't really say that. I guess it was Last Airbender. You gotta remember that one. Oh fuck yeah! I I mean, remember Pokemon that. and Last Airbender. Yeah, those are like the ones that like people nowadays they'll say anime is stupid, but they watch those. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Know those are the ones, about, man. People yeah. just say shit without knowing. Like, For real, they gotta give it a chance. There's I so much good anime. So much good anime. So much. I think that's why, like, uh, I'm more attracted to it is because I found out how good it was. It's so at first good. I thought it was, you know, just a fighting with decent plot, but then I started to get into more anime that had less fighting but really good plot. Yeah. And, th- and that's when I started yeah, yeah. to get more into it. I was like, oh shit, some of these have incredibly, mm. incredibly good writing, like better than a lot of live action shows I've seen. Mm. So I got really into that, and then the music too, of course. I started to realize it was actually really well yeah, orchestrated. Some beautiful. I mean, fucking especially Naruto. Yeah, and Nujibis. Fucking yeah, I was just watching Samurai Champloo the other day. Yeah. Fucking dude, I was thinking about how good the music is in that. So good. And Cowboy Bebop too. My yeah. God, I was the jazz dude in that fucking anime is amazing. <laughs> exactly. Don't, 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 they know don't, what they're doing. Don't, like they really do when they put when they're producing that shit, putting it together. I fucking love Cowboy. That's yeah, Cowboy was a great anime. That's the one I've invested my most time into. I've oh, seen right. a amount of Afro Samurai and a little bit of Samurai Champloo and nice. uh, obviously like a lot of Pokemon. Right. Okay. Um, no. But. And even a little Dragon Ball too back in the day. Yeah, Dragon Ball though. It's just Dragon Ball was the one that like you'd watch like Some on of the a best Saturday morning. Yeah, so it's good. like that's always on the TV and whatnot. But fucking the way that Bebop just uh, conveys plot and even yeah. the cinematography for uh, anime is beautiful. Yeah, man, the fucking animation is amazing. It's got great characters too. Cause I yeah, any great space thing. So you have a very interesting eclectic group. It's like older dude, younger dudes, female character. Yeah, dog, um, <laughs> little kid, like dog character. Yeah. It's and like, they all got their own style too, which I fuck with. It doesn't clash in a bad way. Yeah, it's cool because I just think it offers a lot of perspective. Like I said, like this yeah. like older dude, like a uh, woman, fucking dudes. It's like dogs. It's just like it's <laughs> cool because it's just like a group of people. It's not just like a central like specific like taboo ideology. Like right. watch a show and not learn anything. It's just a show I think is cool because not only does you know the individual episodes always kind of spark creativity in my mind but just like watching the eclectic group of characters interact always is fun for me too in that show yeah for sure so i always fuck with cowboy bebop hell man. yeah 
Um, Rewatching it for the third time right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I'm like 75% done. Oh, yeah, I word. finished it. It's yeah, like, I'm on like the 23rd episode. Easily going to go home and watch an episode yeah. tonight. <laughs> I'm watching that like in the boondocks. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, you know what? I haven't given the boondocks a full so watch. So funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. It's I gotta almost give it too a full funny. Watch. Like, sometimes shit's so well thought out. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's too I real, man. It's, it's too, too real. real. I get that. Oh, man. Boondocks is a good one. <laughs> Dope. Well, you know what? Uh, Let's keep it then on the border of the state, yo. I want to talk about Maine. For sure. Maine's on fire right now, for Man, real. we really are, bro. It's real, on real, fire. for real, for real. Like, y'all better pay the fucking attention because <laughs> yeah. you're going to miss what's going on up here in the, in the northernmost state. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about, you know, just what's it like to be a part of this beat scene? You know, it's we're in a... Everyone from Chan to Phonics to Resample. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, what the fuck Bro, is going crazy. on? Bro, it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know too much about Chan, but I want to know the more. I want to know Goddamn more Goddamn Chan's that, a fucking wizard. He's a monster. I listen to his beats and they're crazy. It's like, I want to meet the dude. I want to get to know him. He comes cause... from outer space, yo. Yeah. Straight is up. he Is he main, main born? Yeah, oh yeah. Chan, he is? Chan, oh. Chan reps main for sure. Hell man. yeah. Hell yeah. For That's sure, so crazy. Man. And I read that whole article on Phonics. Yeah, and that Phonics killing it too. Shout out Phonics. Um... Never mind. I was gonna say something. <laughs> no, you can I, say. I don't want to um give you any secrets of things that might be coming. Like, oh, okay. I just pretty shit. much said it, but fuck it. Respect. Uh, yeah, keep it, you know, keep it quiet, man. Keep it that's, quiet. That's man. journalism one on one. Never say <laughs> shit until it actually happens. Exactly. Um, that's a good lesson. But yeah, man. Let's just. What's it like to be part of this fucking scene? Yeah. So, oh, sorry. I forgot about. No, that, no. It's all up. <laughs> but um, man. To be honest. It's not overwhelming. It's just exciting. Yeah. That's it, I'm just more excited to just, you know, get more shows, get my name out there more, meet more people. Because I know, I feel like there's still more talent, like, in this area that I haven't discovered or that oh, hasn't been uncovered. Because, yes, like, same. I hadn't, you know, Jimmy the Human. Yeah. Uh, he, like, I didn't know about him. He's dope. Me and him are trying to work on stuff. I've said, yeah. like, we're going to work. Don't worry. We got some stuff coming in 2020. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> that's going to be, that's he's fire. And I feel like there's got to be other rappers out there there's tons. in that area there's a that lot I just of don't MCs. know that are just lyrical and probably keeping it on the low end just because like they think lyrical might not pop. Speak out. I can put you, you on too. Just hit me up. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure you know anybody. I, I just want anybody that if you're listening right now and you are a lyrical rapper, I promise I have beats that will supply. And what does that word mean? What does lyrical mean to you? To me, it's like not trap. <laughs> like to be able to flow on even if it is a trap beat like i know what you mean i might yeah. even, let, let me let me i'll say i'll tell you how i would describe that word because it's one of Let's the buzzwords in hip-hop that can like be taboo if you talk to certain people Let's hear it. i think to me if you're like a lyrical mc what people mean by that it is bars first yeah it's about like you authentically representing who you are via your lyrics um and it's tough because then you could have someone who wants to more rap over what people would call like a trap beat, and they could still be doing the same thing though. They could be representing themselves through their lyrics, but it could be completely, you know, not com not like traditionally, you know, from a hip hop standpoint, like classically structured. Right. And so it's really tough because I always wonder, well, it's like, well, this like there's some street shit that's hype, but they're talking about how they have PTSD because of the systemic oppression that they've seen and the the gang violence that they've seen, but it's like coded through a lot of slang and you wouldn't know it right so to me i think it's tough i think that it, 
I would say that lyrical means that your most important thing is like you really want people to just like be like shit. My motherfucking bars are crazy. Like <laughs> yeah, that's fact. Like, my pen game. I think I don't even. I don't like the word lyrical because again, yeah, the pen game is. I, like key I say word. pen game. Yeah, like, pen game people is key. Who want to write really like just like i want to be the best rapper yeah. out i'm not even just saying like oh like fucking your bitch in the back of the beamer like not like shit like yeah that. exactly like, yeah. like you not are actually shit. using shit because i fucking love that shit like right. i'll play uzi all fucking night but then yeah. i'll get into a funk and i got like feral munch Benny the butcher about how yeah. just like like that's all i'm playing yeah like rap for air like whatever man so it's just like um i think i know what you mean though, in the sense that anyone who wants to just spaz and spit instead of more being vibey and molding into the production right hits your line just like Rockham said rhythm and poetry rap rap so it's like poetry like I was saying it's kind of like you used to write poetry yeah we used to write poetry and I kind of could see that in rap because I'm <laughs> like when I would listen to Wu-Tang and even Lil Wayne like the way that they would spit their words it's almost like a poem like if you were to oh, yeah. read those lyrics out oh, loud, yeah. and like that's kind of, I guess that's like you said, that's kind of like my description of lyric of a lyrical yeah, rapper, like, someone who actually uses that rhythm and poetry to their like uh, to their strengths and actually I prove like it. Because trap shit, it's like you have the flow and you have the rhythm, but you don't really have the poetry there. You know what I mean? You're just kind of blurting out words, and it's not coming out in that poetry like way. Exactly. I guess like with most trap songs, I, there are some trap songs out there that are a little more melodic. Well, that's what I mean. Like there are artists who definitely can breach that gap yeah and like exactly spit real like i forget there's like this key you ever heard of key glock i've heard of he him. makes bang like bang yeah bangers i can i, I couldn't see him being but lyrical. he like had this line where he just pretty much like i was talking about earlier he's like i have a lot of trauma i live in a very like fucked up neighborhood right and i use drugs to cope with that trauma and i was like whoa like he said some real like just broke okay. it down. I was like, damn, man. Yeah. And, like I don't know that perspective, and it means a lot for me to like then hear that perspective. But on the same token, like when I can, you know, hear someone just like spit their heart out. Yeah. And like you know you, something like, uh, you know, like you by Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> like shit like that, like shit that makes you not want to kill yourself. Like, yeah. But the that thing actually... at the end of that song that kind of makes you a little depressed. Well, it, it does. <laughs> it does. That that's. That's, I mean, we could have a whole podcast. About <laughs> yeah, we really could. I could talk about Kendrick. But, yeah. uh, just like, maybe even like, you know, not, that specific song is so heavy. It's kind of a tough example. Yeah, no, no. But just a certain, I think when I hear an artist, especially um, if it's like, you know, just connecting for me because I'm, I'm a male, like a male artist, exhibit supreme vulnerability via their music, especially in art forms that in spaces you may often get judged for that because systemically speaking from a historical standpoint, a lot of men are fucking whack. In my opinion, and a lot of men think it's cool to hide their emotions and you know yeah. fall into these archetypes of um, not being vulnerable. And I think really you just end up shooting yourself in the heart and causing immense pain for yourself if you ignore your feelings. So that's why groups like Atmosphere have always been so big for me because when you have an MC like Slug, we'll talk about everything from you know alcoholism to um, you know abusive relationships to traveling with like your friends. Like it doesn't matter what the subject is, he's always putting his whole heart into it. And that's why I've always really connected with, I think, pen game artists, like like we're kind of mentioning. Because it's really tough, because I don't ever like to exclude anybody. I don't think anybody's story's less important. But at the same right. time, there's shit that touches my story a lot. And I'm really thankful for that. So I think it's cool that you definitely like to have artists spaz on your beats and like really yeah. put the bars Yeah, I first. do want that. I do really do that's want That's important, that. man. Yeah. Let's keep talking about important shit, though. Let's talk Hell about yeah. resample, man. Oh, How did you man. get on stage at Resample? How'd that all come together? So I started, I DM'd, who was the first dude I talked to? Oh, I went to the um, the Beat Cypher. Hell yeah. They had a little Beat Cypher in like June. Yep. And it was just open to anybody who wanted to come in. 
And I went in, met them all. I think first person I met was Bruv. How'd you hear about him? It was, how did I hear about him? Someone showed them to me. I don't remember who it was, though. Because they're insane. Yeah, they're crazy. I, but I somehow came across their Instagram page, mm. and I saw their shows. Oh, it was uh, my boy Drewski okay. was over there. Um, yeah, and I went to one of his shows, and I was like, this is tight. Uh, he performed one of the songs that I produced. <laughs> Hell yeah. So um, I went there, found out about it. I was like, cool, I'm going to try and come back here. And then I started following their page, saw the beat cypher, pulled up, played some beats. They really fucked with it, and they were like, I want to, you want, we want you to come back and do another show. I was like, hell, hell yeah. yeah. I was like, of course, dude. That's exactly that what feel I wanted like? to hear. Felt, that was the first time where I was like, oh, shit, that felt really good to hear. I was like, I'm going to come back and actually do a yeah. show. Like, How'd they, you they feel like when E1 shouted you out? Oh, what the bro, fuck? Bro, that made my fucking night, dude. That's you have crazy. no idea. I think I don't want to say it was because I just like talked to him, but I hope it was because he actually fucked with my sound. Because that dude, oh, just hearing him say that, just oh, it made my motherfucking night. I think I'm he hoping... deserved it. I mean, it was he. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah, man. And I kind of felt bad that like not more people weren't there for his performance because he went. If in, you know, you man. know. If you know, you know. If That's you know, the thing. Like know. the people that are there really are there and can respect the hell out there's of it. There's a lot so of cool. OG. Like this is, I shouldn't say OG, but there's a lot of um authentic, like genuine motherfuckers in the building at resample yeah it may only be 40 yeah. in the building but we hold weight yeah everyone yeah. in there knows their shit they know yeah. what they're listening to they know what they're listening for it's which like is dope. some of the most exquisite ears in the whole hip-hop scene yeah. come to resample that ass in that group too all those guys <laughs> crazy bro their yeah. ears their, their ears for samples wow bizza turquoise that whole group man everyone, they're all crazy they all are man all so shout out resample yeah, i think for it's real, very, man. i love you guys it's a very important part of the scene it means a lot that you know, you're putting on for the producers. I'm big on, you know, respecting the producers. Yeah, respect the producers. That's I one of my movements I kind of try to start online. It's just like, you have to respect the producer. I think, honestly, y'all should be in union together. Yeah, if you're asking me, you should do some collective bargaining. Really fuck the system up. I think you're right about that. Because think about that. Imagine an article on fucking, I don't know, Pitchfork. It's like, here's... 10 producers in Maine creating a coalition for producers to never have their beach tractors. Yeah, exactly. Like like, yeah, honestly. Fuck like, fuck yeah. them. Producers. That's kind of what re- seems what Resample's kind of after right now. They're on that collective. Yeah, run. y'all got to make really the LLC the right still thing. hit me up. I got yeah, lawyers on it. Because it's Say like, less. I, I got, I got Ryan beat LLC. Yeah, I saw that on your yeah, story. So it's, <laughs> like, it's tight as fuck. We, we taking down the system Hell yeah. through the system and we ain't scared. So we're going to promote shit that's worth promoting and that's against the toxic natures of these countries the white supremacy machine the systemic um, military industrial complex systemic racism it's like all this shit that happens art can help shine a light onto that and be like this is fucked up here's people who have no other kind of like energy in life but to not call this shit out like we have to call this shit out and we have to um but make you think about it you know yeah like drop a song um that you know I mean, you could have an immoral technique who just will fucking <laughs> drop a whole like history lesson at you. <laughs> yeah. And there's artists who will like kind of talk about little things and show you. Like, I'm, I'm really in my brain trying to find an artist who can kind of like more like have you find it and like tell it to you in your face. But I'm struggling to think of someone who is. Coda is a little bit like that. Coda yeah, I can see the Coda bit. Yeah, just a tiny bit. Like that, Some yeah. of his songs. But there's there's a lot of artists too. I think um, realize the power in leading the horse to water not letting him drink it but like right. being like here's the truth or well, maybe I think the truth is why don't you think about this and that's why I love this hip hop game that's yeah. why I love this art scene because so many people can make you think so differently about everything yep. in just the simplest ways like you could hear a random like I just can't think of anyone else like, like a random Kendrick verse you know like that's how I used to feel back like uh, like verses like Little Johnny 
on that song versus like um his verse on his pain too with beach of the chicago kid there's just like oh i have to listen fuck, to that one. i'll play those out of the fucking like, yeah fuck shit yeah. that got me in the kendrick back in like 2011 like shit that made me, oh word yeah makes me cry if i play yep. it like oh there's a couple of songs from his younger days like yeah. c4 oh, oh yeah. what was that that whole album c4 yeah c4, uh, with the well, remixes there's, of, a me, uh, there's, there's a mixtape c4 mm-hmm. yeah yep that one's crazy and then there's um i mean kendrick Lamar P. overly dedicated just turned 10 today actually overly dedicated yeah. um I can't say that one because the N word's in it. <laughs> um, <You're good. laughs> there's a couple other ones too. Like it's like Y N I C. It's like H N I C by Prodigy, but it's youngest in charge. Oh, I've heard uh, of that. Yeah, one. I think I think I'll that's Kendrick that too. One. But man, I don't know how we got from Kendrick when we were starting on resample. But <laughs> just good. long story short, I fucking love hip hop. It helps open us up to different things. Bro, Producers bro. deserve a lot of respect because they help yep. do a lot for hip hop. Fifty percent of the song. Mm. That's us. Mm. <laughs> I love it, man. So yeah. just keep doing you and keep putting on for producers. Yes, sir. Shout out um, Resample. Shout out Resample love, Heavy, y'all. Thanks for being here too. That was one of my favorite episodes oh, I've ever so done. I had a great time listening to that. Thank you, yo. For real, for real. Um, I think unless you got anything else you want to say about just resample or the main beat scene, let's get into rapid fire. Let's do the rapid fire. Oh, oh, already, already. <laughs> so how this works is I tell everyone this because I don't want to get in all pressured. Okay. I don't want you to be like, oh, fuck. I'm like, you just spit out stupid stuff. But at the same time, it'd be funny if you did. So you can I'll either, try and do it as, you can do as do it fast. quick as you I'll can. i see what I can do. But if you got to ponder for a second, I get it. Right, I do get no it. No worries. I'll all right, let's start it now. Italian food or Thai food? Thai. Fruity Loops or Ableton? Ableton, but I don't have Yeah, it. and you said you use Logic. So I was just, I was just throwing <laughs> yeah. out programs. <laughs> Second favorite anime. Oh, second. Hunter x Hunter. If you could collab and do an EP with any main MC, who are you going to choose? Jimmy, the human. Zelda or Mario? Mario. Favorite late night snack? Gummy bears. Celebrity crush? Don't have one, but Margaret Robbie. She's the only one that could come to my mind. Yeah, I just I was watching uh, Wolf of Wall Street, and I didn't have a celebrity crush, but after that movie, I was like, yeah, she she, she (laughs) can take your heart for sure, man. She is a dime. Um, You're out of toilet paper, and you notice this. And you notice this after you've done your business. What do you do? I'm out of toilet paper. You looking? You just you just did your business, and you look to the left, Shirt, and there's no uh, shower curtain. Oh! <laughs> but I'll change. I'll put it in the laundry right after. <laughs> oh man! Where do we go when we die? Hopefully heaven. Was 9/11 an inside job? I don't know enough about that. <laughs> do your best Jada Kiss laugh impression. <laughs> oh man, I don't know Jada like that. <laughs> you never heard the Jada kiss laugh? What's it? He has a laugh? Oh my god! I didn't know he had like Dude, a thing. What? I'm finding that right now. <laughs> I'm finding find that right on my now. phone. Jada kiss's laugh <laughs> is beyond iconic. It's oh, probably shit. one of the best sounds made by a human. I can't explain it. <laughs> I didn't, gonna, yeah, I didn't gonna, know that was I'm, an I'm actual I'm on thing. YouTube on my phone right now, trying to find. We're literally yeah, breaking up the fucking uh, <laughs> rapid fire just so I could show Jay wisdom. Yeah, I need to J- see this, this Jada Kiss laugh. I'm kind of bummed. I'm a big fan know. of Jada Kiss, so it's like, I need to see And did it. you I notice can't... that I, I was, that was like a, me kind of making an homage because there's a line in the song, why? He's like, why did Bush knock down the tower? Right, yep, that's a that's why I had too. Okay, perfect timing. That's why I had the 9-11 joke. <laughs> that's what's But up. also, Jeff Doodles and Mount Steel Beams. Alrighty, here we go. Here's the <laughs> Jada Kiss laugh. Yeah, let me see this. Oh yeah, of course, bro. Of course. 
Honestly, the amount of times that I, I heard that, I didn't even really realize it was Jada. That's oh, crazy. Man. All right. <laughs> oh, now I know. I've going. heard that in so many songs too. That's the craziest oh, part. All right. <laughs> Best thing about the main hip hop scene. Resample. Favorite subject in school. Marine biology. Because I had it for half a year. That's cool. I, I like aquatic life. <laughs> it was dope. Favorite album from the 2010s. My beautiful dark twist of fantasy. Which producer in the entire game, maybe yourself, is going to take over in 2020? Jay Wisdom. So, Jay, there we go, man. Yeah. Self-promotion. <laughs> Would you rather fight a cobra or an entire hive of bees? Probably the bees, because I... Well, the, the cobra, because I could just run. Mm. <laughs> um, right? Cobras ain't that fast. I'm, let's make it interesting. Contained in a room. Cobra or bees, bro? Cobra, because I feel like I could eventually just like step on its head or something like that. Mm. If I was like quick enough and I was, I might, yeah, I might get a bit one time though. I'd have to go, yeah, I'll That's go with the tough. Cobra. Anyway. The Cobra's a good one. I don't be, care. Be pretty badass to fight a Cobra. It would be. That's mm. why it would be dope if I came out on top. <laughs> and then I'm going to switch it up. Ask me a question to end it. Ask me oh, a rapid shit. fire. What's your favorite part of the hip hop scene in Maine? My favorite part of the hip hop scene in Maine, probably if I had to say, would be the fact that it's so ever growing and there's so much about it pretty much like the uh the scale of it i think is my favorite thing how it's just it's a fucking it legit is a scene like it legit is yeah, a scene there's producers really there's singers there's videographers there's journalism yep. shout on me there's mcs like there's so much out here there's photographers tristan's here by the way shout yeah, out i was tristan. just gonna shout out my dog tristan so he's doing crazy things in the game right now with his videos and his pictures hell he's yeah Honestly, absolutely insane. the scale though i think is what impressed me the most how yep. The depth of it, the originality of it, and the fact that it's us it really yeah. means a lot. So there you go. That's the rapid fire. It was kind of a wild one. I threw some interesting ones for I you. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Never had conspiracy theories or dookie questions, so figured we'd switch it up. Hell yeah. I was able to hold my own. <laughs> <laughs> I got an important question about life and I think just mental health. Cause yeah. As artists, uh, a lot of us can get trapped in ourselves. So how do you stay sane in these kind of you know mentally treacherous winter months? Just keep focusing on your craft, I think, is the best way to kind of stay sane. If you feel like you're kind of going crazy because of your craft, maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe that's just because you're kind of focusing on just, like, putting out music or trying to get the right people to listen mm. to your stuff. But I think, like, if you're kind of feeling a little depressed about, like, what you're doing, just try and focus on your craft and just try and get better at what you do before you start worrying about the networking and the hitting up the right people. Because maybe you just kind of have mm. to sit down for a little bit Take a break and just focus on your sound or your yeah, writing or your uh, videography or your photos, whatever it may be, and just kind of make that better for yourself before you get too stressed about like the that. other things. Yeah, I think it's important even, excuse me, speaking to myself to realize, like, fuck everyone. Like, you don't yeah. have to ever rush or um, be hard on yourself to appease people because honestly half the time the, the the audience you start to formulate in your head ain't even there right people everyone's insecure so it's just like so tough for me to have these moments where it's like you get mad at yourself you get hard on yourself and you're like damn it wait why am i being hard on myself i know better and then you get mad at yourself that you got mad at yourself it's right like, no, exactly man. it really gotta just ground yourself and yeah i think it's important to focus on this on the simple things like focus on your craft Focus on what you can see, like, gradual, actual change and progression occurring. Right. Because I think that's one tough thing about being an adult. I mean, I got years on y'all. Uh, what, you're 23, Tristan? 24. 
24. Did you just turn 24? Just turned You were 23 last time you were here. So happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, shit. And Jay Wisdom's, what, 19? 19 years old. All right, old, so yeah. I only got like two years on Tristan, but because um, I'm turned 25 in like two months. But um, oh, wait, I mean, 26 in two months, excuse me. Um, but uh, one thing I'm already noticing in my age is just like, it's so easy to kind of tune out and like, like almost like skip a day. Yeah. And just let it ha- happen and let yourself float through the, the fucking three-dimensional abyss we live in but it's like nah man like you really have to actually you know what's important you really don't have to do anything you don't want to do like that's the most important thing i tell myself like i'm always like i really gotta do this i really got it's like no what you really gotta do is just be you yeah just listen to who you are maybe you know you identify with uh, photography maybe you identify with poetry maybe you identify with producing or emceeing or blogging whatever it is like find out what helps you be you and dive into that and love it and it's a hard thing for me to even do now like i love this shit but sometimes if i view it more as a job than a passion it i view it differently and i don't like doing that shit yeah so i think it is important i I like that uh that advice of just kind of slow it down and focus on you and your craft and fuck everybody else to be honest fuck everyone else man that's great advice you know just do what you gotta do to get better at your thing than to kind of put yourself in the next level of your career just do what you gotta do to get yourself there. Fuck what everybody else gotta say. Yeah, man. There's some maturity in that. There's some Calvin Hobbes in that. You know. Thank you. So there's some Jay wisdom in that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> in your opinion, what are your biggest accomplishments this far as an artist? I think getting into the Resample Gang and getting some shows was definitely a big part of mm. the past. That's year. huge. Yeah, huge for me. Just because I was like, I thought that that would kind of take longer to do. <laughs> so it was. I was glad that people actually. We're able to respect my sound and like it and like it enough for me to get a chance to do stuff there. So I think that oh, was yeah. a really big thing. And for 2020, I'm just going to try and focus on placements. I want to get I want to hear more rappers on my beats, to be honest, because I feel like I haven't heard enough people yet. And I got a lot of beats that just I feel like need a good voice. on. Yeah, so I'm going to work hard to just try and get the right people on my on my shit hopefully yeah. hopefully big kahuna and fly across my yeah finger. man <laughs> do you send beats to anybody i uh me and big I, big kahuna said he's gonna record the three of them this week at some point what so the that's fuck? like you got me. <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> low key hopefully cross low my finger. key you just said it on the podcast no, no, it's, it's over now but like <laughs> it, it, yeah he, real he, he i got three joints on him that hopefully Will become full songs. Hopefully, release. Isn't and, he doing uh, shit with Madlib right now too? Yeah, he's doing some shit with Mad. I'm surprised he gave me a chance. That's what I was thinking. I was like, bro, I know you're working with Madlib, but I got some shit that I think like you and Fly could definitely catch a vibe too. Yeah, and he bro. was a dope. He was nice about it. He Baker gave Huna me a chance. OG follows around yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, and a, so does not Fly a, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't think Fly does. Oh. I think Fly like shared my shit once. Not that it matters. Just that was dope just, though. It, he saw he saw your shit. Yeah, I mean, it does mean a lot. Well, I think. Those that mutant academy crew seems very authentic. Yeah, they are. Richmond, Virginia like isn't people. isn't known as like a you know in Atlanta or Chicago yeah, exactly. or LA yeah. or New York. Richmond, Virginia. I think Virginia and North Carolina scenes right now are crazy good. Yep, like stupid good. That's where that good boom bap is coming from. I'm telling right. you, all that good mutant lyrical academy shit. might have the best collection of producers. Yeah, right I, now. I was who was I talking about that? It might have been you to be yeah. honest. But they their production lineup so unfair. And then the MCs too, and then like the yeah. affiliates, and you have like this whole underground of like John Theravada, Jamonte, yeah. Al Divino, like all these elite spitters yeah. who are all independent, 
who are all from the ground up, from the yeah. streets. Fuck a label. Fuck a A and R. Yeah. Fuck a designer. Like we're all putting our shit out on Bandcamp for fifty bucks. Yes, sir. Fuck y'all. And I'm like, yes, this yes, is what we that's need. That's what I love to fucking see. I don't oh, want to see any labels ever. Yeah, honestly, independent. I have a shirt that says independent music. Yeah. On my, and on I should back. say like too, like I got homies who like are in the game and like you know are trying to get on labels maybe. I get that. I yeah, get there's it. some dope labels but at the out same there. Same time, let's sure. fucking burn everything. Down. <laughs> yeah, exactly, let's bro. Let's build hip hop the way it should be. Fuck them. Yeah. And let's get artists more money for streaming, too. Dead ass, bro. Spotify. We give some... Spotify, give their fucking... Give the dudes there some money. It's disgusting, man. Give the dudes some money. It makes me so mad. They're not Spotify, <clears throat> SoundCloud. Yeah, fuck them all, man. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting, getting hella revolutionary. Yeah, you <laughs> good. I just I love, love this hip-hop shit, man. I mean, yeah. how can you not? Your first time you see the video for Fight the Power, don't you want to be in the streets with Chuck D? Yeah. Like, come on, man. What I'm saying. Most beautiful shit. You kind of already mentioned this, but what else do you want to accomplish in 2020? Like I said, the placements. I want to get more lyrical rappers on my stuff. I want to, uh, I want to like do some more trap shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I was talking bad on trap at all, but I do like some trap beats. Like, I do like to, like, fuck around and I mean, there's some make. amazing... Yeah, there's some dope shit out there. Production. And I think there's some pretty good, like, trap artists in there's the area. Like, of- my boy Drewski, I fuck with his style. Like, um, 1-800-ALBA, I fuck with him. Like, there's a, there's a bunch of cool, like, uh, rappers out there doing their shit with, like, different sounds. And I feel like I could make some beats for some of those dudes. Mm. So I think mm. for this year, I'm going to try and, like emulate my lo-fi style and kind of like add some more 808s yeah. and some trap style drums in there and see what i can come out with do you favor singles too over like a beat tape like for me personally yeah because i just see like the way that you like release music you have tons of singles um but they're like not collectively like on a compilation or anything right like yeah i do like i'll do an ep every now and then yeah, yeah. to be honest like looking back on it i should have saved like 20 of those beats didn't drop anything for a month and that should have just dropped a big beat tape. I do think that I probably should have done that, but I was just getting carried I mean, away. You, at the same time, like you st- you still built a big catalog. Yeah, exactly. But I would say, man, maybe a dope goal would be like a band camp, name your own price, or just have a fucking price on it. Right, yeah. I know yeah. with samples it can be tough, but like put put some shit out on Bandcamp. I did. I, yeah, there's some shit like, on But like, I mean like, like, a, like a 10 track new album. Oh, like, right, just, yeah, like, yeah. Shit, shit that no one's ever heard. Right, okay. And then be like, boom this is me like a like yeah beat. just drop it there yeah, too like not on sound yeah like, exactly yeah. like beat tapes i think are really um cool like i have so many band camps everyone from like jansport j to um black noise like just um, nice. bookmarked on my uh, laptop yeah just because i fucking love going on band camp yeah there's some good shit on band camp. so i'm just That's thinking of sure. like a jay wisdom album on band yeah camp. for sure i'm all I'll excited fucking, yeah for sure but do whatever feels organic you know it's the most important yeah. thing it's kind of like yeah like i said i kind of wish i was dropping more tapes but I think what I like to do is just kind of drop a single every now and then, just because I feel like every time you drop a single, it's like, that's just more people possibly coming to check out your Hell page. Yeah. So I just kind of got addicted to like, you know, dropping a beat every Hell day yeah. for two weeks or whatever it may have been. Even do both, keep dropping singles. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And, and then I'll do the tapes every now and then just to like, you know, change up my style and have like something different. Like, that's why I started doing the beat bender yeah. uh, little line, because I like to, I, I figured it'd be kind of fun to just sample just anime and then make all those beats and put them on a tape that's dope shit like that i'm still thinking about big kahuna og and fly anakin <laughs> yeah bro oh i'm crossing my fingers about that they're i hope so i didn't jinx dope, man. oh, oh man. they're too crazy i play that shit all the time i play fly sh- is i, play I only so much fly anakin so yeah fly. i only came dis- no disrespect to them but i only heard about them like three four months ago mm. and um i was just immediately addicted to fly's voice 
his yeah. voice and so his delivery and his flow. His fucking like, his bars are crazy. Yeah, his dude. bars are crazy. The whole, the whole, like I said, the whole like the whole collective. Mm-hmm. That and last Fo- album, Foise. they just watched uh, Holly Water. Have you heard the Holly Water? Yeah, I was li- listening to the whole thing like so a month ago. Good. So fucking good. So dude. good. There's something about their production that's like that's a good wave they got going there. Well, I like Foise, a lot of their Gray Foise, Matter, Gray Matter fucking, Twami, Yep. Obliv, E1. Obliv just got on there too. Yeah, crazy. Like, I think Psycho Sid, I think, is another one. Too. Yeah, Psycho Sid. Um, there's Obliv a lot of motherfuckers. There's some, and they're all so dope, bro. There's something about um, the tracks that don't have any like drums in the background. Yeah. Those ones slap. I oh, like yeah. that they can flow on. I love how they can just flow on. It's a post rock Yeah, just the sample. I fuck with that. I, that gives me inspiration to kind of just like make yeah. some beats without drums. You don't drums. even need drums anymore. Yeah, you don't even need drums. Oh, God, I've done that a couple of times. It's kind of weird to think about. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like when I did that back then, I was like, what am I doing? I need to put drums in it. But and at the, the same time, I'm looking back era on of, like now. Dre and Just Blaze and yeah. shit. It's just like, no, I guess they're kind of from different eras. But you know, like 90s is Dre, early 2000s is like heat makers for Dipset and you know, right, just yeah. blaze and shit. So heat makers crazy. Funny, just blaze here, like as well. how different it is now. Like yeah, I really think Rock Marciano does deserve a lot of credit for Rock Marciano yeah. producer. Yeah, he actually does produce oh, any shit. space. Wait, you never heard of Rock Marcy? Bro, I really haven't. Is that bad? <laughs> I don't like good or bad, but. Because it's like, you know, now you fall, you didn't know somebody. Yeah, it's true, honestly. I respect the, that. At Most the same people... time, though, Rock Marcy is a <laughs> I'll check him, though. I'll we'll, definitely we'll check him. We'll play some Marcy directly after let's this. Let's do it, then. I love the vibe <laughs> out, too. So, yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get to that, because now i got to play Rock Marcy. I pretty much covered what I want to cover with you, Jay. I wanted to hear about um, your, you know, early um, times in Maine. It sounds like, you know, barring the haunted house, you kind of fit into Maine and found a little pocket heavily through, you know, um, art, it looks yeah. like, here. Um Sounds like you know you just simply like doing this because you like to do it. Yes, sir. And I if, want this to be my career more than anything, my guy. Mm, I need it to be. Telling you, get that union, you get the J Wisdom LLC. That ass. Do it. Start. Start fucking. I don't even know. Just keep sending beats. So keep doing. Yeah, it. Just, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just gonna just keep trying to get my name out there more. Just like, I just want people. I just want the right person to hear me. I think yeah. that's all it takes right now. It's like the yeah. right person. Just to hear my sound, realize that like, okay, me and this guy could do something together and give me that chance. Mm. So I'm just, I think it can happen. I just got to keep working on my craft, grinding every day. Yep. Just because I know that if I do keep doing that, I think the right person yeah, will just don't miss a day. Just keep doing For it. Sure. And even not doing anything, but being aware of it is like right. not missing a day. Like some days you just got to chill and do nothing. Right, exactly. And like write that down on paper. Like I'm going to take a break today from making beats. Right. Just do this, get a good night's sleep and make some beats tomorrow. Exactly. That's even working. Damn, I wore like my my gym shoes because they're comfy. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they fucking reek. I, I gotta hit the Nike outlet up, man. These things smell like <laughs> yeah, bro, motherfucking bro. chicken noodle soup left on the hot tar you for Give a them week. a clean too. Hit them with that fucking Sheesh. toothbrush. And yeah, man. Soap. I gotta get the, the, the proper tools. <laughs> Alrighty, well, you know, all the uh, foot fungus aside, where will Jay Wisdom be one year from now? Man, twenty twenty one. Hopefully, I don't want to foot I, fungus, by the way. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Benny doesn't have foot fungus, guys. Thank you. I'm just making up jokes. <laughs> I want to be where I want. I want to be out of Maine, living and making music full time in a year. Mm. I hope that can be a possibility. Mm. Where I think I'll actually be is making music full time. Hell yeah. Out of Maine, just like I want to be. Fuck yeah, keep, man. Yeah, you don't even have to leave to make music full time, man. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. To be honest, with the way that the scene is here, it's like, I think I could fuck around and stay here for a couple of years do and it. actually do it full time. Keep building Possibly. It. Keep building. I'm it telling could happen. you. Yep. Because it's 
you know, your sound definitely is there. Yeah, thank you. There's my a market brother. up here for it. Digitally, you can send your beats to anybody. Yeah, exactly. And I said, like, hit me up, too, if you ever want, like, any suggestions. Because I, I, I really have a good ear for my, my humble opinion of, you know, picking certain producers and artists to work together. Just work. Right. Even just, you know, I, I think I can tie similar sounds or soundscapes together well. So, if you, for Very real, for like, that's why I'm not here. I'm not here to, like, fucking post shit or feel cool about it or whatever yeah, no, it is I'm i can tell you push the for the culture forward yeah i can tell you about that and i really fuck with that thank you I man, really for respect real. it but um benny's crib for the people man. yeah man it's for you it's for everyone though like, <laughs> yeah, like we all everyone. we're all kids at some point who need uh you know to watch anime or yeah. write some poetry or shoot some photos or listen to some wu-tang a lot of shit up in maine can be kind of weird and yeah. like based out of fear and kind of toxic you know that small town like depressive winter culture that a lot of us you know have to escape from um right. and i think art is really an ally in that darkness and i want to shout out art and i want to shout out yeah, honestly, um, shout out just art shout out the real. fact that we can create man a lot of people can't even wake up without having to worry about like 80 different things i'm yeah. more worried about like what button up i'm gonna wear and what album i'm gonna play like <laughs> exactly. walking to work so yes, thank sir. you jay i like your uh i like you seem like a very i mean you, you i think you might be the youngest person i've interviewed so you have that kind yeah. of youthful energy, but you got that, you know, Calvin and Hobbes maturity too. So yeah, I appreciate Props that, to you. Thanks for coming through. Anything of else course. you want to say? Oh, that's all, man. I appreciate it. I'm so happy to be on Benny's crib, man. Had Hell a great yeah, man. Time. I'm glad Such you. Such a great time. I'm glad you Love enjoyed. what you're doing, man. Keep everything what you're doing. Keep it going. Will do, man. Oh, we'll do it. Do it for y'all. Do it for the state. Hell yeah. so thank you, Jay Wisdom. Thank you, Tristan Anderson. Thank you, Hip Hop. Um, this has been another tremendous episode. And uh, you know, stay tuned to Jay Wisdom SoundCloud. Look for more beats. Yes, sir. And stay tuned to Round Beat for all those fresh hip hop eats. And uh, I think we out of here. We'll see y'all next time. It's two o seven. Shout out DJ Cool Herc. And uh, as always, respect the producer. And that's it. Peace. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jay Wisdom. Thank you, thank you for coming through. Thank you all for listening. As always, it's 207. It's Rhymey. We're supporting hip-hop and spreading love. Please stay up to date on Jay Wisdom's drops. Peep his SoundCloud. Peep his social media. There's some amazing production. I heard some shit that's coming out, too, allegedly. And oh, my God, you better stay tuned. We'll see y'all later. It's Rhymey. We going to the celestial lights and never coming back. Support hip-hop, yeah!